The Approaching the Natural podcast with Sid Garza-Hillman. Sid is the author of Approaching the Natural, a Health Manifesto, a certified nutritionist, health coach, and programs director at the Stanford Inns Wellness Center on the Mendocino coast of California. Hello, small steppers. Sid Garza-Hillman here. Welcome to you, one and all, to my show, my weekly show, where I discuss all things related to health and happiness, my small steps approach to both of those things in the modern world, how to live better, how to negotiate what I call a nutty nut nut world better. Um, I think my approach works. Otherwise, I really wouldn't be wasting mine or your time. Uh, So I come here every week and I hammer these home and I just realized I said mine instead of my. Can you not, you know, don't hold me to grammar, okay? Um, if you're just joining me, then that's the least of your problems. What I just said just now. Okay. There's, it's all, I'm going to heap a whole bunch more on that on top of that. Um, if there's one thing I do want to say about this podcast in all seriousness is, um, it is a hopeful podcast. It is a get the fight back in you podcast. It is a solutions based podcast. It is not a quick fix setup for failure podcast. It is a success oriented podcast, but I happen to define success different than many people, and I urge everybody, more on this later on in this episode, to take a long view. And 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 not that I urge people to do this. I want to help people take a long view because I think th- one of the core problems we have with the success or failure that we have with improving our lives is that we don't take a long enough view, that we have the expectations, I think, because of technology. You want to you want to know how I relate those two things? Here's how. We have an expectation that our discomfort at any stage at any time can be alleviated. Why? Because it can most of the time. If we have a headache, we pop a Tylenol. If we have a stressful day, we crack a beer. It is pretty quick that we can alleviate the stress. Technology and a beer by the way is technology as much as Tylenol is technology as much as pharmaceutical drugs our technology, as much as a Twinkie, is technology. It is a te- it's technological the way that we have been able to manipulate food. And it alleviates our stress immediately or our discomfort immediately. The only hitch <clears throat> is that when it comes to actually creating improvement in our lives, when it actually comes to making long-term, well, not even there, to creating change in our lives for the better, we want to be at a healthy weight, we want to be in a successful marriage, we want to have a job that we love, we want to be more fit and have more, you know, fun outside with more energy and things that we want to do in our lives, you know, out in the world. Those are long-term by their very nature. They they do include struggle and, and discomfort often. And so when you get off a couch and decide you're going to be a runner, there's discomfort there. And the the hitch is that that discomfort we have this gut like gut reaction of like well I want that discomfort alleviated because I know I can, and that's the trap. And so because it, if you try to alleviate this that discomfort, the one best way to alleviate the discomfort of getting off a couch and running is to get back on the couch. That that will alleviate the struggle of running. If you want to alleviate the struggle associated with making long term changes to your diet go back to eating what you were before because you'll have less struggle associated with that. But you're not going to be as healthy and happy as you might want to be. And there's the struggle. There's the internal struggle, the battle that goes on 
And the reason why I'm dedicated to coming here every week for 173 weeks now is because I, you people, me included, need help through this. We can't just get an instruction manual and go, okay, good luck from here on out. Go give it a shot. You'll be fine. The world's not set up that way. It's not set up for us to be fine with a flick of a switch. It takes diligence and attention, and it takes sometimes guidance and sometimes just an awareness of our own strength and power and tap into that because, frankly, we're exhausted day to day. We are drained from the just the goings-on of living in the world. We're drained. And when we're drained, we that's discomfort. And when we're, dis, we're in discomfort, we want that taken care of. We don't want to deal with it. I talked about it last week, and I got some good comments, by the way. I think it hit a, a bit of a nerve to, to, to think about those things that we often call our problems, like ice cream being our problem, that it is a solution. And I think that this, this podcast speaks to that idea of, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's cut the crap. Let's get rid of the self-judgment and criticism and talk about how bad people we are and realize that we are going through a crazy amount of stress just living in the modern world, period. There are amazing things and there's periods of time where we're not stressed and there's periods of time where we're doing fun things and travel and meeting people and it's great, but we're eating food that's nutty nut nut. We're not moving our bodies nearly enough, or we figure the solution to that is to, to overmove our bodies, thereby creating even more stress. There are imbalances that abound in the way that we feed and move our bodies and the way that we relate to each other, et cetera, et cetera. I want to even things out here. I come here every week because I want to even things out. I want to just calm everybody down just a little bit so that the highs aren't so high and the lows aren't so low and you kind of even things out and you maybe you, you set up a most of the time. You don't sweat the times where you fly off the rails a little bit. I just got a, a comment um, recently. I think it was on a, one of my YouTube videos where they were like, oh, I just went off the rail. Or maybe it was an email I got. Went off the rails, you know, lost it for, for October, November. And and I go, yeah, I mean, October, November, in your whole life, eh, drop in the bucket, drop in the bucket. And we, I don't want to, I don't want any of you listening to this, whether you're just joining me or otherwise, to think for more than a second that you flew off the, went off the rails for a month of your whole life. Because I, first of all, I bet you didn't fully go off the rails. I bet you didn't just go on a bender where you were just doing lines of coke and just taping numinos to your forehead, okay? And by the way, if you do that, the sugar will go through your forehead directly into your brain and get you high. Did you not know that? I thought you guys... Um, but second of all, even if you just lost it for a month, but then you kind of got back on track, amazing. You know why? You got back on track. It's no surprise to me at all that we struggle, including me, with maintaining health and happiness. No, no surprise at all that we struggle with it, given how the world is technologically situated to make us not really improve our lives because we can say, if you just take Tylenol, your headache will go away. Well, that keeps you from asking, well, why do I get a headache in the first place? Is it diet related? Is it movement related? Is it stress related? Well, I don't have to ask, I don't have to ask that question. I just take a Tylenol and then it goes away and I can watch I Love Lucy reruns and Cheers reruns, okay? Okay. <clears throat> I don't write my intros. It's not. I'm not reading a script, okay? If you're just wondering. I didn't just read that verbatim, okay? I didn't read it. There's nothing to read, not verbatim or otherwise. Um, health Made Simple, go there if you want to join a meal plan. 
Yeah, I don't, yeah. Nomeanathlete.com slash meal dash plan dash system. Here's what I know about that that meal plan. It kicks ass. That's what I know. There's videos and live Q&As, and I just did a health cast exclusive for members, and uh, and there's just a bunch of supporting materials. And here's what else I know. Thousands literally are, are doing it. That's that's how I know we've hit on something, is that it, it was wildly successful compared to what Matt and I thought it was going to be. Okay, we thought it would just be kind of like cool and people would touch. Uh, and that's Matt Frazier, No Meat Athlete. Okay, so go to nomeatathlete.com slash meal-plan-system if you want to get in on that. Okay, I did get some feedback about that from a long time, um, well, I don't even know long time, podcast listener who was talking about like Purple Apron or Blue Apron or Purple Box. I, they're, these are like sites that provide you the ingredients and then you put them together in your thing. And by thing, I mean kitchen. Did you not? Is that should be obvious. But here's the thing about here's the thing about kitchens. No, here's the thing about those kinds of programs. They sound great, but I have heard from many a folk that as good as they sound, like, well, why wouldn't I want a home cooked meal? I get all the ingredients, I put them together, and I boom, magic. The problem occurs for many, and I'm sure it works for many because they're growing like gangbusters. They got more than the we have on the, the meal plan, I'm sure. But people get burnt out on that stuff because it's like you're locked into it and you don't want it to go bad and it got sent to you and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Because it again, like most things, it doesn't take into consideration your life. And on Thursday, when you get that thing and you go, oh, I need to cook it before it goes bad and et cetera, et cetera, there's pressure to be had there and a lot of people are burning out on that stuff. Look, if it works for you, fantastic. But one thing I will say in defense of my meal plan, Matt and my meal plan, is we, we, we set the plans out, but if you read... 99% of the stuff that we put out associated with that, it is urging people to use it as a guide to eventually craft a regular kind of thing that works for them based on their schedules. The recipes are there for you to try to the point where you go, oh, that's simple. I know how to do that now. That's going to be my Thursday night because I know how to shop for it, pet for it, cook for it, clean for it. Boom, done. Cut my time down. I can hang out with my wife in the kitchen and talk to her instead of battle through a recipe that I'm not familiar with. So there are, look, there's never one size fits all. I'm just saying there's never one size fits all. Dig? Okay. As a full aside, we did this health cast. We do it every month and it was exclusive, but Matt Frazier got sick. He got like walking pneumonia. I'm not kidding. I think it's from lack of protein. That, that was just my take on it. But anyway, um, he asked me and Doug Hay, his partner in the podcast, who also did that Trail Talk episode that I, where I talked about my uh, ultra experience, not the non-training experience of my ultra. Um, but they asked me to join in as the co-host of, of the most recent No Meat Athlete Radio episode. So if you want to hear me talk about New Year's resolutions on No Meat Athlete Radio, go there and check that out. You'll hear Doug and me, Wax and Wayne, no, Wax, Philosophic, on New Year's resolutions and all sort of our ideas around that stuff, it doubled as the health cast for the uh, for the Health Made Simple uh, members as well. Okay, so just one of those things. Matt was under the weather. Poor guy. Poor little guy. <clears throat> but this podcast really is brought to you by you guys, and uh, can't thank you enough for the donations that um, that you send in. Um, to me, it's a numbers game, and I don't mean dollar numbers. I mean if you know the bulk of you or some of you put in literally two bucks a month, that's huge for me. It helps me do this. I'm not kidding. Um, I am, yeah, doing okay. And I'm getting by, and and but I'm not driving a, a Bentley, okay? 
Um, but it's awesome because your donations help me keep going in this regard and devote the time that I do to this. Uh, again, free, don't have to. Don't, I'm just saying if you want to, it's awesome. And, and to big, big thanks to those of you who have done that for me. Okay, and it's great. And another way you can support the podcast, by the way, is to um, buy some merchandise from my uh, website, non-nutritionally related merchandise, although it's a nutty nut nut t-shirt. So there's, you know, got protein, carbohydrates, and fat in that t-shirt. Organic cotton recycled polyester. Um, I have a package going out, I think tomorrow, whoever ordered the shirt and the mug combo, it's going out tomorrow. What mug you ask? Approaching the natural mug. It's a great coffee mug. Are you kidding me? It's beautiful. Seriously. Um, but yeah, you guys are awesome. Okay, so social media, Sidgar, blah, blah, blah. Sidgar's, I have the worst attitude about social media right now. I think Twitter, like, here's my thing about social media. Either it just makes no difference at all anymore because it's just too inundated, or people who have like thousands and thousands, and I'm just jealous. I'll, I'll be straight up about that. I'm just jealous. But if they have thousands, I, I, in my cynical brain, I go, they're probably paying like $500 a month to, to get likes on Facebook or followers on Twitter. It's like, it's as artificial now as reality TV. Like I just, I pride myself in that my followers are actual followers on on both and they're less in numbers, but I'm going, it's real. So I kind of like that. And there's aspects about those things I enjoy. Like I like the human connection and I like, you know, like interacting with you guys on social media. It's great. It just can be, I have had to find a, a limit, a limit just for me. And I talked about it last week. I When I'm writing my book and I keep going on Twitter and, it's like, it just, it makes me feel, I just don't like it. Um, glad I could air that out. But I do love Instagram. And, and it's a good vehicle to let you guys know when I, you know, do a new video and all that kind of stuff. So that's all all good stuff. And I like seeing what you guys are doing too. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, Instagram, dig it. Strava, love it. Love Strava. Why? Because it's action-based. Strava's action-based. Strava's like, I ain't going on Strava until I do something. That I love. I love that a lot. I got off my couch and I walked for five minutes. Boom, Strava, end of story. For those of you just joining me who think I'm kidding, I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm totally not kidding. If you are just walking five minutes a day, I think you should get on Strava. It is a positive site that I'm not connected to in any way, shape, or form, but I just really like it. I talk people into getting it because I think they feel like pressure about it like when i gotta track everything you don't like i don't track I, I upload it and i don't even look at it i don't i don't go back and look at stuff and go how many some people do and there's that's awesome too so it's a great site that way but for me it's like let's all get together and move our bodies and feel pretty good about it and that's uh, there's no neg i haven't found a negative to strava i'll split that way okay but my all-time favorite youtube more on that okay because i got some videos that are relevant to this week's uh, episode okay good before we move on, really quickly, a few weeks I'm going to Arizona, to Scottsdale, to the Arizona Veg Foods Fest. That's azvegfoodfest.com. I'll be in Durham, North Carolina in August. Oops, uh, out of order. I'll be in Marshall, Texas, March 31st to April 2nd. That's Marshall, Texas Health Fest. I think it's healthfest.com. Wow, don't have a website for it. Um, but I do have the Triangle Veg Fest, triangleveggefest.com, August 26th and 27th in Durham. The cool thing about the Marshall, Texas one, if you're going, <clears throat> is that I'm speaking, I'm doing three things. Um, that's the 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 VegFest that I, I talked, I joked about it a few weeks ago, where I got, or like a month ago, where I got poster promoted. Like I got in the, I'm usually like, bought, I'm like second tier. Like I don't make the ad in the Veg News magazine, I make like the posters and that's fine. But then this time, in the Veg News ad, in the, there I am, 
in this this week in this new episode of new episode new issue of Veg News. There's the Health Fest uh, ad, and there's my mug. I made it. But the cool thing is, is they asked me to do like the TED Talk style thing Friday night on the big stage. They wanted me to do that. They wanted me to do a talk on Saturday, and then we then they want me to do like the All Star panel on. I don't know when Sunday maybe, but it's like a whole weekend. So that's that's I'm getting deep on that one. If you guys get a chance to go out there, go because it's fun and uh, and kind of chill like in a small town. So I feel like it, it's I don't know it's got kind of a good vibe to it. Okay, so if you have a chance to do that, good. Mm. You guys know what I'm drinking now? Gynostemma tea. I've talked about it before. Get it? It's amazing. Gynostemma tea. Dragon herbs is the one I love. I am not connected to them. I should just say that all the time. I'm not connected to any company. So if I talk about a company, just let it go. All right. Health made simple. I am. That's just, but I'll tell you about that too. Good. Um, I made a big error last week and I'm, I look, I'm adult enough to admit it. And what I did last week is I made a Sheena Easton reference and I said, nobody does it better. And then I said, that was Sheena Easton. And I got taken taken to the mat on that, and and rightfully so. How dare I mistake Sheen Easton for Carly Simon? Because that's just wrong on like every level. Um, that's like antithetical to small stepping. Just I was I, I went all the way. It was a quick fix. It was a Sheen Easton quick fix plan, and I just burnt out and failed and gained all my weight back. Um, but one of the one of a podcast listener who turned into a client. And after working with me, still listens to the podcast. That's amazing. That never happens. Usually, when you work with me, it's just okay. That's never. I'm never. I don't want. You, I don't want to hear anything even that rhymes with Garza Hillman. That's what most people do after they work with me. He listens to the podcast still. Um, by the way, I'm a small steps coach and head up the wellness center at the Stanford Inn. Okay, StanfordInn.com. Oh, by the way, we have an awesome uh, new uh, a, a retreat. At the Stanford Inn, go to stanford.com and look in wellness, stanfordin.com, go to wellness retreats. It's like a health-based retreat. It's like there are, I'm going to guide you guys on optional trail runs if you want. There's cooking classes, gardening class, nutrition class, like an environmental sustainability class. There's meals included. Like it is like the full-on yoga, like full-on just immersion week of just nutty nut nut in the very best way like i can i'm so excited about this like we finally just went okay we're gonna minimize the different kinds of retreats we do we're gonna do one just kick ass one and we're probably gonna do a healthy running retreat too with matt frazier but i haven't announced the dates on that yet but anyways if you guys are interested go to stanfordin.com and then go to retreats wellness retreats you'll see it on the webpage. okay go check that out it's amazing anyhow um yeah, so I got that. I got that t- uh, tweet from that guy. He said, "Listen, Carly Simon, man." I was like, "Oh, man!" But you still listen to the podcast, so that's something. Okay, another email because I'm I'd like to f- I'm starting to feature now listener emails because um. Okay, two cool. Okay, I got okay. I got two cool. E- two cool emails. One of the emails I got this is not a joke. The, um, from two people in Australia. Uh, a, uh, a man and a woman, husband and wife. I'm just gonna say I don't don't know. Don't I, mean, I don't know if they're like a you know communally married or they're like partner. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Okay, I haven't seen their marriage license. I'm just saying they sent me an email and they watched a video, uh, the birthday video of mine on my YouTube channel, where I where Lisa buys me a bottle of scotch, and it's called Edradur. It's actually phenom. It's really good. But anyway, they watched that video and honed in on the scotch, went out and bought it in Australia, then shot a video of themselves 
cracking it open and cheering me. Like cheers, that's what they do. People, they speak, and it's a different language, but they say cheers. <clears throat> or at least that's a translation. And and that's it. 45 seconds, hey, crack it open, boom, cheers. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. Tech, that's when technology is like the best thing ever, right? I'm not saying all technology is bad just because Tylenol is technology. I'm just saying use it, be aware of it. What role does it play in your life? Get ready to chuck it if it's derailing you. That's all I'm saying, okay? Those things. So thank you to those guys who made that effort because that was awesome. I watched it today. I was like, that's one of the coolest things ever I've ever seen. Okay, the other, and in Australia too, just down all the way down under where they're hot right now. They're like blistering hot because they're in the summer. Okay, I don't know how the earth works. I, I'm, not an astrolog- I'm not an astrologer. Um, and a follow-up to another email um, by a Brit. And I mean that in the kindest way. That's not derogatory, okay? Limey, that may be because they weren't plant-based. Okay, but 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 Brit, I'm going to go with. He, I think I mentioned his email a few weeks ago because he was talking about his upcoming Christmas. It was before Christmas and how his family wasn't going to be doing the like normal stuff that they do because it's very stressful and they spent all this time in the kitchen and they were just going to see kind of how it floated to sort of do it differently. He's got kids and they just were going to see what it was like to, to have extra free time. And this kind of comes back to the meal plan I was just mentioning. Like what happens when you give up that stuff and you actually have more free time, what happens? So I asked him, I said, listen, I would like to know what happens just because if you all kill each other, then that did it. that's an experiment that went south. You know, like if you just, with all this free time, I realize how much I hate you. Then, then I would be like, I probably wouldn't mention the follow-up email. Let's just put it that way. Well, anyway, the follow-up email was amazing. And I got to tell you, like, I'm a little, I am i don't know if it's my age because I'm now 48 <clears throat> as of a few weeks ago. But I got teary-eyed when I um, when I read his email because it was just this cool, and it wasn't even like sappy. His email was great. I just, it just hit home for me. But it was just thing of like, um, just, just, <clears throat> they didn't spend any time in the kitchen. They they <clears throat> decided to just kind of let things roll. The bigger picture for me is that they didn't lower expectations. He what he wrote is he said we just don't just don't force it. Like that was the, I think he felt in the past like they had an idea of what Christmas should be and then they were forcing the the outcome. <clears throat> Excuse me. They were like forcing. They're like pushing themselves to just. They, so much stress and pressure around creating, in reality, something that matched perfectly the picture in their head, and they lost. You know that they, they would lose that battle because it never quite works out to that level. It never, and even if it does, like you think about all the time you wasted up until the point where you okay, now it's time to make that picture a reality. Well, your whole day, hours have been spent just looking to the future of this made-up outcome that you just want so bad. So the general idea is that I want to talk about is, is this idea of, of forcing outcomes. And, I, and of course, I'm going I'm to relate this to diets because that's essentially what we're doing. Mm. We're, we're forcing outcomes. We're forcing things too fat. We have an idea in our heads, a picture of maybe of us at a, at a, at a thin weight. Um, and I think what happens for many, and I, I've talked about this probably two years ago, but 
I think it's really hard for people to picture themselves thin if they've never been thin before. I, I actually think it's like a colossal waste of time to try to visualize your body thin. So then the next best thing for people is they visualize or at least they conceptually go for a number on a scale because that's the next best thing. I can't picture myself thin, but I can sort of picture looking down at a scale and seeing, you know, 137. I can see, I can, that I can sort of, I, I can quantify that. But then we we force that outcome by <clears throat> the the diet that we think is going to deliver us that number the fastest. And in while we may get to that number, we miss the along the way part. And that's what this podcast and my approach is coming to you every week to, to, to talk about. It's the along the way part because that's where the meat is, man. That's where the stuff that you learn about yourself exists. You don't learn anything by finally looking down at a scale and being 137, even though you went to get surgery and you got your stomach removed and you, and, and, and you put, your liver got switched with your kidney and then you 137. It's usually a pretty empty win. And it never quite has the stuff that you think it's going to have. Why? Because the stuff you think it's going to have is the is the good feeling and the self esteem and the and the confidence that you get by working for the thing by doing what it takes to get that outcome. But back to forcing the outcome. Period. What I love about this email from the Brit. And I again, I'll say it again. He's got like the the most Brit last name. I've, I can't even say it because I don't even know if he just. It's just British. You you can't get you can't get around it. Um, and they he said I just just don't force it. And what happened is they had a great day. Why? Because they didn't have expectations of this picture. They actually did something so different that I don't think they even knew what what to expect, which liberated them from forward thinking picture at the end of the day table that looks this way and this conversation and this thing and said, well, we don't really know now what's going to happen. So we might as well just enjoy our day. And they did. And they had food that wasn't quite as healthy, but they don't care because it's a one-off. It's not a most of the time. They're enjoying each other's company. It's the time to do that. Totally different experience. And it was very inspiring to me. I tell you guys all the time that I love to hear your emails because I'm not joking. And I respond to every single one of them. The only ones I've never, I never, the only mistake I ever made wasn't a mistake was when my website wasn't working and and a couple people resent and then I emailed them back. But if you've emailed me and I didn't get back to you, it's because I didn't get the damn email because I've, I've responded to 100% of emails I've ever gotten. I, I will tell you. And that's because I haven't gotten any that are just so nutty net net that I go, ooh, that's that made my inbox uh just unhealthy. Um, I haven't gotten those, so I respond and the, and I just urge you to shoot me stuff because I love it. It was like a, such a great story. I picture this family just kind of hanging out and sort of breaking their own rules. And small steppers, we at the end of the day, we make our own rules, and so and and not only that, we break our own rules. We make and break because we know that they're made up. Period. At their foundation, they're made up, and so we know that there's a freedom to to those things. We know that we can use our own rules to propel us forward, that they can be useful to us. The things that we, the guidelines, the, even the restrictions that we maybe apply to one area of our lives, like food, you know, the payoff is big in our whole lives, maybe. But at the point that those rules become antithetical to our overall, um, what I call umbrella goals of being healthier and happier, we know we can chuck those in the trash. 
or as they would say, the waste bin. And we would start over and we would say new rules, time to refab the whole deal. And that's because we have that freedom as small steppers because we're not bound by external guidelines and restrictions, not external. We might learn things from the world, but once we internalize them, we own them. And because we own them, we can disown them and we can buy new things that work for us better. And that is the liberation that I got in his email. So thank you for him to for sending it because it's just cool. I don't know, whatever. He made my day. Can it, it's good. Happy birthday, Timmy, again, before Christmas when he sent that first one. And then he sent the last one next week, last week. Okay. Um, back to YouTube or to YouTube, as it were. Two, two, two videos. I've been kind of cranking out. The last video I did, I swear to you, thir- over 13 minutes. It's unheard of. I have two reasons for that. One, I was spending a lot of time trying to like edit them down to, if you notice like there's a series, I have like 105 videos on YouTube now. Can you freaking believe, I can't even believe that. But um, I was like, if you look at like three, four months ago, like every video is just around five minutes. Like it's pretty close. And that's because in my brain, I was like, ah, people don't want to sit and watch something for more than five. I don't know why. Literally don't have any reason. I was like, oh, I'll just tighten it up and just, yeah, people are busy. But, but, I was getting like great responses from the ones that were slightly longer and people like, oh, I want to see that. I was like, cool, good, fine. And so I'm still editing, but I'm also not leaving stuff out that I think is cool and that I want to share with you guys. And so I, this one was 13 minutes and I was like, I don't want to cut anything out. I did a lot of stuff. Um, and that's because I'm, you know, I'm working on my book. And so I, I figured, well, I'm working on my book more. So I'm spending a little more, less time on video. So I'm going to include more when I do a video. I'll just let it roll a little bit longer and include some stuff that, that is good if it is. If it's not, I'll chuck it into the waste bin. But that's 13 minutes, like a record. I don't think I, there's not a video on my channel that's even close to that. So that's kind of cool. And people and the response has been great today, like one of my best opening day videos. So anyway, if you haven't subscribed to YouTube, just really freaking subscribe. I'm, like, I'm at like 960 of subscribers. I'm like, can I just get an extra 40 and hit the 1,000? Really? I mean, really what's stopping the extra 40 people? Really? However, let's get to the subject matter of the YouTube. The first YouTube channel, uh, YouTube channel, the first YouTube video I did was called something like Get Your Foot in the Door. I don't remember because I, yes, I titled them, but my short-term memory is, I'm in five minutes, I'll have no idea what I just said. The second one, which was the 13-minute one, is called Want to Stay Motivated? That was the, I, I, I lifted at the end. Want to Stay Motivated? Because there's a, it's a question. And so, the two of them are related. And here's why. The getting your foot in the door was about the focus that I often urge small steppers to 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 do, which is to focus on just getting started. Of course, this is going to be related to my book. And, and by the way, if you're bored, if you're like, oh, the book again, it's a metaphor. It's my book, but it's your diet. It's the other person's exercise plan. Okay. It's something that you're taking on for me taking on that I want to do that enhances my life. It could be journaling, meditation, like anything. Okay, so yes, I'm going to relate that because I am a small stepper. If there's one thing I pride myself on big time in this podcast and in my life is that I walk the walk of this podcast. I, I, I'm not just here talking and then going and doing things or, or not doing stuff. I am in a, my own practice and I am struggling like anybody else, but I have a, a solution that I apply to my own life, but it's not a, again, a short-term solution. It's not a tomorrow, Tuesday solution. It's a, 
a life solution that has been really working for me and I think has been helping a lot of people along the way. And so that's why I come here. But for me, it, you know, right now it's my book and, and it's eventually going to be my race and all the things that I take on that really enhance my life. And because they really enhance my life, they ain't coming easy. They come with struggle. And like I've said, if you want to avoid struggle, there's a thousand ways you can avoid struggle. You can you can get up in the morning, smoke some weed, and do that most of the day. Get drunk when you get home, throw in some cheese pizza along the way, and buy gum. You are avoiding a lot of struggle. You are minimizing struggle in your life. I'm telling you, it's, it's a great way to never have to engage on any level. You can avoid most stress. You cannot deal with anybody else. You can sit in your house and, and play video games all day and you never have to interact with anybody and barely do anything. You can get a job that is not fulfilling but you don't know because you're high and that doesn't really matter and it pays just enough money and you never kind of dive in. But I'm just saying that, that that may not be the most fulfilling life that you could, no judgment here. I'm joking. Of course, there's judgment. Come on. You don't want to do that your whole life. You want to engage and get into the things that are feeling in a way that is deeper and substantial and and inspiring and, and deep and ugh. the stuff that gets us. It's the stuff that brings me to tears when I read somebody's email from freaking Britain. And I was able to parse through the language even, and I totally understood it. It was like on a human level. I was able to get past the language barrier and right to the meaning of the, of the email. I can't do that if I'm high. <clears throat> I could probably do it if I was high. I look, I don't know. I'm very functional that way. Okay, it makes me a better driver and cures my glaucoma. Back to the videos. Wow. Back to the videos. So get your foot in the door. Focus on the in, right? Just getting yourself going. That's the book thing. Like I had to set my small step of like, okay, I'm giving in on this. I'm doing the small step. I'm getting my hands on the book every day, minimum five minutes, just five minutes. And it's been, I knock on wood. Hello. It's working great. It has been working great. I've been getting my hands on the book more than I was before, period. So I'm uh, only hoping and assuming this is the beginning of a long-term shift over the next few months of me, oh, I don't know, getting the book done. But I sent a revised, edited first draft still of the introduction to my editor. That's amazing. Sent that off. I've got I've got the other thing rolling and I'm kind of just, you know, backed off a little. I got a little muddled and a little freaked out. So I just said, okay, I got to print this out and like see what I've got so far because I was just letting it roll. This is, it's a, it's a weird process and I got pretty good at it on my first book, which is, this getting over this idea that like every sentence I had to get perfect right then, you know, like not go back, but I had to like craft every, and I was like, oh my God, this is going to take me for, this is like the war and peace of health manifestos, you know, just, just forever. And so I, I learned that time. It's like, okay, just get it out. It'll be crappy. It'll just be first draft. Get the thoughts out. You're going to repeat yourself. That's kind of where I'm at. And it's still a struggle because I, I, I have that inclination of like, it, I should craft it right now, but no. So I just kind of let it, I just let it out, just period, let it just type it like a maniac. But then eventually I hit that point where I was like, kind of like, oh no. So I just stopped and printed everything out and kind of took a look at it. And there was some usable stuff, some not usable stuff and some that I it repeated myself. And so I had to cut a fair amount, but that made me feel good and that's part of the work. So again, when it comes to art or anything, like sometimes just 
learning how to just throw something out there is that, again, that's your getting your foot in the door. You just get the process started. It's when the muse, when the inspiration, all that stuff happens when you're you're in it, okay? All right. Um, that was getting your foot in the door. And so, so but I got a, got a comment from a guy who said, you know, I've got my foot in the door. Like I'm doing the things of whatever he's doing, probably fitness, exercise, whatever, but he's having a problem. He mentioned, you know, having enough positive reinforcement, having enough motivation. Like he's having trouble. The frustration is like, how do I stay motivated? How do I get enough positive reinforcement? Okay. So this is leading into the subject of this week's podcast. But what I want to say is this, and I said in the video, but you should watch the video. It's 13 minutes for crying out loud. Best 13 minutes you'll ever spend. I don't know about that. Um, I'll just say the FDA has not approved that statement. That, that I will say. Um, I think that when you are a small stepper, you're going to learn over time to find motivation and positive reinforcement where I think it only can exist and that is in your head. And I and I mean that for real especially when it comes to positive reinforcement. I think that when you do the work of small stepping, when you add things into your life, when you maintain a steps list, when you do the things that a small stepper does to bring more value and meaning into their lives via whatever steps you're doing, but but the whole steps list is is based on an ethic of self-care of treating yourself well. That's that's the baseline thing that you do when you start a steps list is you acknowledge that you are worth taking care of and so therefore you're going to embark on changes in your life this way. Whereas before you wanted to eat better and you followed a diet but you really weren't taking care of yourself. You weren't considering you in that thing. You were considering the picture on the cover of the book that shows a before and after shot but you weren't saying, well, wait, but what about me? What's best for me? How do I do this in a way that's good for me? And then I can craft a steps list on there to say, okay, well, I'm in a small step. Well, in this way, in this area, I can actually take on a whole bunch because I'm ready for that. That's my small step. But in this area, that's kind of heavy. Like I really am married to the food that I eat every day. I love it. I mean, I love it. It is my solution. Like I said last week, it's my solution to stress. So I know that if I change it overnight, it's going to cause me more stress. So I'm going to come at it at, from as a small stepper's way and make little shifts to just get started in the process, and then I'll grow from there. But in this other area, I can just go bad out of hell because I'm totally ready for that, and there's no stress associated with that. But you, the through line, of course, you guys, is the ethic. It's, for me, it's an ethic. I mean, I say it all the time. This is a philosophy of health podcast because these are ethical questions for me. This is the right and wrong of you. This is the the, the decision-making mechanism in your head and saying, let's get rid of the randomness and actually apply decisions that are based on a good for you, not good for you, but a good for you ethic. Anything you do, I'm going to do the best thing I can for myself today in the way that I take care of other people, in the way that I go to work, in the way that I relate to my family. I'm going to do it through the filter of what is going to treat me better because I understand that the better I feel, the better I do everything that I want to do in my life. The positive reinforcement that we need is from us. We cannot sustain trying to live off of somebody else going, man, you look great. Or 
wow, you did that many sit-ups? That's amazing. The positive reinforcement that we get will come, if it's sustainable, from inside. It is the acknowledgement of the things that we are doing for ourselves and the way that we are doing them. I'll say it again. What we're doing for ourselves and the way we're doing it for ourselves. Because if it's just about losing weight, that's what we're doing for ourselves, fine. But if the way we're doing it is by going on a diet that causes us stress or going on some crazy unhealthy thing just to get to that thing, then we, we don't, I don't care how many people tell you how great you look, it's empty. It doesn't sink in. We don't, we don't last and we will plateau and we will even revert to our old ways because we're not fueled ultimately by that kind of, it's almost like it's a, you're coming at it from a place of insecurity. Like you need other people to give you good jobs. And I don't, that's not where it's at. It's just not. It might get you a little maybe going and that's that's cool. Like we always want to hear like good things. We want to hear good feedback and that's great. So do I. But I'll take this podcast for instance. Like I love getting good feedback and people tell me that they, it's affecting them in a positive way and it, it does fuel me for sure. But at the end of the day, like I have to feel good about this podcast too. I have to be connected to the to the substance of what I come to bring you every week. It has to be meaningful for me and I have to be, I'll put it this way, I love getting positive feedback. I'll just use this podcast example or my YouTube videos. I love getting positive feedback. I love it and it does, it gives me juice and I love it and it's amazing and it's like I said with that email, like it's emotional sometimes and it's, it's inspiring. But there's another part of me that goes, am I, here's the question I ask, am I okay with what I'm doing if I never heard another positive feedback another like another comment that was positive. If I never, if nobody ever said, I really dig your podcast ever again, would I still be proud of the work that I'm doing every week? And the answer is yes, I would. I don't, again, I, I could probably craft something, maybe, I don't know, that was more successful. I could probably like, I kind of know the basics of what plays in the world. Like I could come here every week and have like catchy things and titles and lists of things that people go holy crap they'd go crazy about it but the thing is is i'm connected to my own positive reinforcement i i am connected to the long-term drug of feeling that there's meaning here and it's fulfilling to me and at the same time i love the little hits of the support that you guys show me and i like to dole that out too i love to tell people when they do a good video like good work because i know it makes them feel good but i want them hopefully and I want you guys, hopefully, to get attached to your own positive reinforcement because that's what's going to get you through the long-term process of living the life that you want to live. It's going to have to be independent of anybody because that stuff comes and goes. If you're reliant on what people tell you, then you're going to take the negative super hard also. You're going to put yourself out to just be flailing around and vulnerable to positive and to negative and 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 positive feels great but negative can feel really crappy and i want you guys to build a core of self-confidence and self-esteem to say at the end of the day i'm okay without hearing either i i know i feel powerful and strong in what i'm doing and confident in what i'm doing and that people also dig it is great it's a bonus it's amazing it's icing on the cake but the cake is the work the cake is the struggle the cake is you 
taking the necessary time to make actual change in your life. That is going to take you the long way. Don't look for uh, look down at your stomach and go, it's not flat enough, and I've been doing this for five weeks. Look down or look in the mirror and say, holy crap, are you a soldier and a freaking brave human being for even trying to eke out a life of meeting in the craziness of this world, in the midst of the news that we watch and the advertising that we're that we're hit with when we walk out our door and the sometimes boring jobs that we go to and the long commutes that we're in that you got up in the morning and said, I'm going to just take a crack at this is incredible, but we don't notice it. We don't look at that stuff because we're looking at the scale and we're missing this whole process of growth and evolution and, and doing something with our lives, taking control of our lives. It's freaking awesome. It's amazing. And I love it. And so those are the sort of YouTube's, things that I was doing. But the reason I mentioned is because it relates to this week's um, subject, which is the, the, the title is a little bit, it's stay positive, wait, negative, wait. That's the, that's the title. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. And I, you should say it that way. Stay positive, wait, negative, wait. Here's what I mean by that. I am talking about intrinsic versus extrinsic value. Okay. Um, I'm going to start by saying what inspired me to 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 talk about that this this week is is an article in the New York Times. I'll I'll um I'll uh, link it <clears throat> in the show notes. Okay, it's a it's a negative positive thinking. It's an article about negative slash positive thinking. Okay, and and it's basically finding that this sort of positive thinking model actually doesn't work. They're citing studies that show that there's a sort of a balance to be had. So I was kind of read you a, a couple quotes. One is ancient philosophers. And again, at that point, you had me at philosophers. I mean, done. Ancient philosophers and spiritual teachers understood the need to balance the positive with the negative, optimism with pessimism, a striving for success and security. Ready for this? That was me. Quote, with an openness to failure and uncertainty. A lot of wrapped up in that quote. You want to know why? Because it is, I talk about failure all the time, but it's like an openness to perceived failure to me is success. Isn't that odd? When we're okay with, again, to cite that email again, not forcing it and knowing that it could go south, don't know, but you're not forcing it, then you're in the moment. And when you're in the moment, you have a much better chance of finding meaning and enjoyment. Isn't that amazing? Another quote, quote, Positive thinking, by contrast, always leans into the future, ignoring present pleasures, what I just said. And another one, quote, I am saying I am a lovable person, quote, my life is filled with joy. Psychologists at the University of Waterloo concluded that such statements make people with low self-esteem feel worse. And what we want to do is we want to use these positive thinking mechanisms to say, my life is filled with joy, as if it's actually true when it's not and if you if it's not it makes when the reality of your life sinks in you feel worse now some of you might be going well wait i thought your your first task that you always talk about is writing as if it's happening in 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 your life and it is but here's the thing here's the huge 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 can't tell you how big difference The first task is about your ideals. The first task is about you learning what you stand for in the life you want to live. 
That's a very different animal than saying, my life is filled with joy, even though it's not, because you're not learning anything. You're not then saying, oh, my life is filled with joy. That must be something I value. Let me take steps to bring more joy into my life. When somebody deals with the sort of standard, what positive thinking is, they're trying to convince themselves of something that actually isn't true yet. And that's when they fail because then they go, oh, but they know better. It's like somebody saying, when it's like I, what I just said was when somebody says, you look fantastic, but you, you know. And when you know, when somebody gives you that positive reinforcement like that, it doesn't work and often has the opposite effect. You want to feel good. That You have to earn that. The first task I talk about when you write something about your ideal life as if it's happening right now is simply to understand who you truly are and then to remove the good, bad kind of craziness where you say, for instance, I am at a healthy weight when, when today you're not. So I'm not saying... Well, if you just say I'm at a healthy weight, you just magically, that's positive thinking. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying good to know that you're living right now in conflict with who you really are. If you're really somebody who values being at a healthy weight, that's who you are. And now you you look in the world and you go, but I'm not at a healthy weight. You don't say because I'm a bad person. You go, wow, I'm living in conflict with who I really, really am. That's a positive thing. That's truly positive. That's not fake. That's not faking it, trying to convince yourself that you're something that you're not, you're acknowledging, I value health. I value being at a healthy weight. I'm not at a healthy weight, so that means I've got, guess, wait for it, ready? I got work to do, and it's good work. Why? Because it's getting me back in line. It's getting me to be me again, or for the first time for many people. But it's it's that. It's not this sort of, I'm going to stop at this statement that's going to hope magically turn my life around. It's like, no, I made that statement because I acknowledge that's who I am. And now I can actually do the struggle and the discomfort and the work that's going to build self-esteem and self-confidence to get there. Listen, this is about intrinsic value versus extrinsic value. This is Again, the title, stay positive, wait, negative, like which one? Well, what I like to do is kind of, again, to cite that email, which I guess had a bigger effect than I even thought it did because I keep coming back to it, <laughs> is that you just don't, okay, it's always hard for me to say do this, do that, but play with the idea this week of not being positive or negative. And that's why the title is stay positive, wait, negative, wait. Because it's to me, it's about ultimately waiting. It's about building in the ability via being a small stepper to wait, to not force something, to not expect it to be overnight, but just to be okay. I'm going to wait for this to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I know that there's intrinsic value in the fact that I'm doing the work right now. And by God, I feel good that I'm even doing it. I, I think the scale idea is making trying to make me feel bad about it because I haven't hit the scale number. But if I can kind of get that out of my head for a minute, I can say that I'm actually making effort to make my life better, and I'm gonna and I'm okay waiting. I'm okay that it doesn't happen overnight. And the idea of the scale weights is usually based on the 21 day diet book that you saw on the shelf, but that's not real, and it's not long lasting, and it's not it's not promising you anything like self esteem, self confidence, or happiness. It's promising you weight loss and not even sustainable weight loss. So it's in, it's built small stepping is a sense is 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 building 
and increasing intrinsic value. It is teaching you to get value from the work that you're doing instead of what you want from other people or the world to acknowledge you. That's why it's like, you know, I've said this before, like we always look at celebrities and go, man, what a great life. Well, a lot of them are miserable and it's because they're living off of, they're trying to fuel themselves off awards and and positive reinforcement and attention at the expense of where it really comes from, which is inside. And if you don't have that stuff inside, man, you're it's it's a empty existence. You're not gonna get what you really want, which is ha- true happiness. That does come in. It's like paying a kid to get good grades. That you're they're gonna get good grades probably because they can make money off it, but you're not really teaching them to be attached to their own achievement in that. And do I use positive reinforcement for my kids? Of course I do. But I try to balance that enough with communicating to them that ultimately they don't even need me to say good job. I want to transition them over time. Again, when they're super young, that's kids look for that. But I'm looking to transition them as they become adults to liberate them from the net the need to hear, especially from me. I mean, I do not want a 30-year-old kid who still looks to dad to tell them what a good job they're doing. That's going to be terrifying for me because that means I will have failed. What I want them to do is, is not need me for that anymore. That would be amazing that they go, I'm doing work that I love and it brings meaning to my life and I'm proud of it and, and everybody criticizes it, but I know that I love it and, I, and so it's bringing me meaning and I, I'm a happy person. Boom, best job ever I've done as a dad if, that, if that's the case, okay? This is not about the results of the good grades. This is about gaining the meaning of from the process, from the knowledge, from the self-awareness like with diets and exercise, the the pay for the good grades is the scale weight. But you've 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 done what you've done for the scale weight, or you've you've studied hard in school for the ten bucks, but you haven't attached you to the equation of success. That's intrinsic, extrinsic scale weight, extrinsic money for grades, intrinsic work, struggle, commitment, attention discomfort, success, victory, power, strength. Don't miss out on that stuff. Do not miss out on that stuff. You, it, 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 you think it's going to feel good to get to the result and get all the accolades. It doesn't feel good. It's a, that's the worst kind of drug because then you're going to get attached to that and do whatever it takes to get that stuff. You want true happiness, true fulfillment, true meaning. Learn how to fuel your own success. Learn how to fuel your own positive reinforcement and your own motivation. What I want you to do via being a small stepper is to know where to find it because it's never on a scale weight, but it is in acknowledging that you just even got up this morning and said, I'm going to make an effort to change my life. And maybe it's one deep breath that you did today. And I think that's momentous. I think the universe exists in that one deep breath. That's what I think. And that's why I come here every week because the biggest hurdle that I have with people who listen to this podcast and watch my videos and work with me on a private basis is that they are struggling with how long I make it take (laughs) and there are so many clients I've had where I am pulling the reins back, where I'm saying we're slowing down because they are tuned and programmed to speed up as fast as possible. That's how the world works. That's everything that they get in their brains through their ears and eyes is speed, fast, 
quick result. And as I pull back the reins, they go, it doesn't compute. And I go, wait, just can you wait? Just wait, wait. You will see what I mean. You'll see what I mean. Just wait. Don't, don't positively think. Don't negatively think. Just wait. Keep the long view. It's a long process. It's a lifelong process. It's a lifelong practice. You will find meaning when you know where to look for it. And you'll find meaning when you finally accept that two things, one, long view, two, struggle, as it should be. It means something when you get there. Trust me, it does. All right, you guys. I'm wrapping it up for this week. Uh, Episode 173, boom, done. Email me, podcast at sidgarzahillman.com. That's podcast at sidgarzahillman.com if you have any comments or just want to give me some feedback or let me know how you're doing, man. I'd love to, you know, hey, look, I don't need to, you know, talk about that again. Thank you again, everybody, for the donations. It, it is means the world um, to also those of you who leave me an iTunes review or rating. Definitely helps the uh, word get out about that. And, and buy some Approaching the Natural merch off my website. Also huge, SidGarzaHillman.com. Okay, you guys, just take care of yourselves. We, uh, we're all in this together, small steppers. We got the secret handshake, okay? I'm sure you guys got the brochure. And uh, don't, don't let people know about that. It is secret, okay? Come back next week, you guys. I'll be here. In the meantime, be well. One, two, three, four. The winter's broken. It's promise again. When I woke up to it, it seemed it was taking a break. I might have passed through lazy of days. On cloudless afternoon When it left, it left me chewing On thoughts as thick as rain As the winter broke in its promise again Oh